Koopa took over. And you, Koopa, you're a lousy leader. One thing I cannot stand is naysaying. Simon, de-evolve him now. De-evolve. Cretaceous. Our old king! You try to get rid of him, but the king is everywhere! You can't get rid of him! See you later, alligator. You may think of evolution as an upward process. Things evolved from primeval slime up to single-cell organisms, up to intelligent life. The evolution, of course, works the opposite way. Back to simpler forms. For instance, even our musical friend Toad can become a loyal child of the royal family. Goomba. Good morning and good evening and welcome people to episode 114 of Dude and the Monkey, an official filmrant.co.uk podcast. I am your co-host Mark Foster and I am joined as ever by... Loring, hello. Hello guys, and um, this is one of our episodes that we're recording in two bits because I have not seen The Lost... It is The Lost World, isn't it? Jurassic World. Jurassic World. The Lost World's the third one, isn't it? Second one. Second one. Yes. You're See, on it, man, I, fair I, I, I am fucking on, like, Donkey Kong right now. Um, <laughs> so, yes, nice. so, whatever the new Jurassic film is, I have not seen it yet. Ian has. I am seeing it maybe tomorrow, maybe Wednesday, but we will be recording that section of the podcast plus the question section of the podcast uh, on another well, on Thursday. Uh, so, today, we are going to be recording... Uh, some, some sort of tangenty bits, some trailers, and we're going to do the what we've been watching section. So if it does sound like we're at different times, it's because we fucking are. Uh, Ian, is there anything that's happened this week of, of, of any interest? Uh, I finished Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> it's not film related, but you finished what, it. I did, yeah. I, 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 do you know what? The, the fucking sad thing is, I am still playing it. Not because I want the platinum trophy, because I don't even understand what that is. Uh, it's just because I've really enjoyed it. I haven't played the downloadable content yet either, but I'm currently trying to get every car, every item of clothing, every health shrine, every lockbox, every camera, and every fucking side mission done, so I can go right. That's it. That's that game. Box that, stops, basically, if it. you do that, then you'll get the platinum. Well, I right. You see that. Well, that's it. You see the platinum. Basically, the platinum is when you've done every single thing on the trophy list. Then you get the platinum. But that's pretty much for Sleeping Dogs. What it is, it's basically do everything and get everything, and then you uh, platinum it. Uh, cool. Well, I'll, I'll I'll hopefully have that in my in my locker at some point. Yeah, it took me eleven and a half hours. 
um, for the story, and like I did one case. Um, did you? I, I did the story, and I think when I finished it, I'd done all the cases. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I kind of felt like the thing is, I, I got it a while back on PSN, so it was like a tenner, and it's actually yeah. the deal of, week, of the week on PSN at the moment. It's like nine pound forty nine. Uh, which is ridiculous. Um, and I, I got it, and I was thinking, right, this will keep me o- uh, occupied until um, Arkham Knight comes along. And then I got the order, and then I completed that in like a week's work, uh, a week. Well, actually, it was a couple of evenings. And then I went back to Sleeping Dogs. I was just thinking, yeah, all right, I'll just, this will keep me going until Arkham Knight, which is out next Tuesday. And then I just ended up just like, fucking rinsing it i was up until about half one on friday night finished uh, playing it and then i finished it off in like about an hour on saturday morning and it, it just like it, it, the thing is it's really really fun it's a really fun game to play yeah um the like it, it's interesting because it's a remaster of a playstation 3 game it kind of feels like they could have done a lot more to make it a more of a playstation 4 game like, like it looks really nice when it's raining mm. And you're driving, and like the rain's kind of like reflecting off the off the road. It looks incredible, but there's like a lot. Of, I don't know whether you noticed it. Like the frame rate drops at weird points. It's like yeah, it does a little bit. Yeah, struggles, and it's like this is a PS3 game with nicer graphics. You sh- you shouldn't be struggling, and yeah, it, yeah, it does. But I mean, for a tenner, it, it's it's, oh, it's Jesus. It, it, yeah, it, it, I've, I've got. I think I, I'm racking up. Like almost like into twenty two hours or something like that of gameplay. Wow. Yeah. Um. So I, I I played it a lot. But then again, I did I did steal a speedboat and drive it around the entire outside of the island, collecting any locked boxes and stuff like that that I could find on the outskirts of the island. Nice. <laughs> I am systemat- systematically going through all of this. Uh, it, it, it's fucking terrible. I'm currently trying to box off all of the races at the moment and get them done. Oh God, there's like twenty five of those fucking things as well. Some. Yeah, I've done twenty one of them. I've got four left to do. Ideal. But, and then um, the fucking motorbike ones because it's virtually impossible to fucking drive a motorbike on that fucking game. No, it is. Yeah, that, <laughs> just driving. smashing the fucking barriers all the time. Yeah, the driving is not great on that game. In fairness, um, yeah. But anyway, uh, a bit of a tangent. But uh, to be fair, the what we watch next week will probably be all right. The ones that the next few weeks after that will probably be quite sparse because I've got a feeling I'm going to be sinking a lot of time into Arkham Knight. So uh, yeah, well uh, yeah, I, I, I'm purposely not buying it yet because then I will, because I know I will just lose nights to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, like I'm planning on it. Like Don's very very aware that I'm going to be on that a lot, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 see how it goes. I'll probably report in anyway. Um, yeah, anyway. Cool. Um, go on then, Ian. What what trailers have you been watching? Yeah. Okay. So um, you said before we start recording, you haven't seen any trailers. So let's. I don't, I don't think I might have. Let's I don't see. think I have. The Martian. Not watched it. Bloody hell. Okay. Um, this looks... uh, there, there's a slight reason behind that though. I just for some reason I just look at it and go, it just looks a little bit dull. Is it uh, or is it alright? This is no. I was kind of surprised actually. It kind of feels like it's going to be better humoured than you'd expect. Um, Alright, nice. Like, Matt Damon's character kind of feels like he's going to be a very relatable presence, and, he, you know, he, he's not going to be his character through Interstellar, and uh, 
I, there's a, a, the line that's kind of, that did the rounds on Twitter. I'm going to have to science this shit. Uh, I thought was pretty solid actually. And it looks like there's a lot of kind of back home type stuff as well. And that stuff looks like it might be a little bit more serious, but it does kind of feel like he's going to have his, his down moments, but there's also going to be, um, a, a, a bit of levity to it, which I think you'll need, uh, in order to get yourself through it. Uh, I haven't read the book, so I haven't already got a clue, but I, I like the trailer. Uh, the man from Uncle? No. Okay. Um, yeah, comes out my birthday weekend. I'm really looking forward to actually um, having a couple of drinks and watching this. Um, it, it just looks like a laugh. It looks like Guy Ritchie doing his usual kind of slump, somewhat fluffy action thrillery type stuff. Um, it, it looks it looks like it's got the right level of kind of kitsch to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the girls in it are good looking. So it, it's, it, 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 I don't know. It just, it looks like it's going to be fun. And Hugh Grant looks like he's having a laugh in it as well. I hope Hugh Grant doesn't turn out to be a baddie. I'll say that. Um, it does seem a little bit like with, with, with Man from Uncle because I, I was not interested until the first trailer and thought, do you know what? Actually, yeah, this looks like it could be quite fun. And, um, He's got the, the King Arthur movie that he's making at the moment, Guy Ritchie. It yeah. does seem like he's kind of got a bit of mojo back. Because he, he you know, he burst up the scene with his first two movies and then pretty much kind of <laughs> fucking went away from it for quite a while. Um, and produced, you know, nothing that really kind of stood up to the, the first couple of movies. No, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 I do very much like Rock and Roller. I, I, I'm kind of intrigued to see that again. It's been a number of years, but I, I, I remember having a lot of time for that film. And, um, yeah, I mean, he definitely seems to be having his mojo back. It looks like he's kind of, um, he, he's found his place doing these not exactly $200 million blockbusters, but blockbusters that have a good amount of money chucked at them. And yeah, he's doing something somewhat interesting with them. I, I, you know, I like the Sherlock Holmes films. I mean, I like most of his output to be fair. And this, this, Looks like it's going to be more of that, but with a very kind of 60s kind of stylized edge to it. And I'm absolutely A-OK with that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and uh, the, I mean, I think the last one I saw was the trailer for the program. Uh, the, the Lance Armstrong, Stephen Frears. Oh, yes, yes. Um, which basically looks like a dramatized version of the uh, Gibney documentary, the, Am- uh, the Armstrong Lie. Yeah, that kind of base, but with a bit more focus on the on the journalist. Um, I'll watch it. I, I mean, I, I will watch it. Um, I think Ben Foster's got a nice level of kind of everyday man who could be quite creepy and dark on the inside to him, and I'm intrigued to see Chris O'Dowd um, handle the dramatic role. So uh, we'll we'll see. You know, uh, even though the trailer is basically just hitting the beats that actually have like just happened in the documentary really. So, you know, Hey, we'll, it's we'll been see. a long time coming this movie as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, it has. And it's, um, I, I, I don't know. It kind of feels inessential because the Armstrong line was pretty fucking definitive and Jesus Christ. I mean, like he even got Armstrong talking on camera about it, you know? Yeah. Do, do you actually need any more than that? Apart from a wider audience watching it, 
that's that's the thing. It's it's the wider audience thing. I mean, that film will probably do really really well because cycling is, especially in this country, is is massive at the moment. You know, it's probably that that the highest it's been at the moment. There's a great interest in it, which is you know, which is brilliant. But it will probably do really really well. But it, like you say, it's a shame that 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 will take all the plaudits and all the praise everything like that. When you got something like the Armstrong Lie, you, you know, it, yes, it took a lot of critical praise but you know it, it wasn't playing out to cinemas like I would I would think that this probably will yeah no quite I, I, I don't also, know also I fucking hated the poster what for the Armstrong like no for this oh right yeah yeah with yeah. the needle and yeah. The, the yeah it, it just, I looked at it and just thought oh really really mm. I, I, I mean, really <laughs> the, the, the tagline I can't decide whether I like the tagline or if it's why well, yeah really what is it again funny Winning is in his blood. Yes, God, yeah, it, it it is almost a little bit like like a Will Ferrell and a John C. Riley piss take. It, yeah, it, it's just it's a it, bit it, too on the nose. nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's it's got to sell to a it's got to sell to a mainstream audience. You know, I mean, the the, the trailers very much positioning this as a as an awards player. You know, and it's, yeah. it, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see, see how it does that. It, it's, I, I think it's going to depend on reviews for me, but it, it just, it looks like you may as well just go watch the Armstrong lie. It's like, it's almost like, you know, you've got that Amy, um, uh, documentary coming out in, in, mm. uh, in a few weeks time. It almost feels like six months down the line, they're going to, um, reveal that they're doing a, a biopic as well of that. And it will just be the, all the stuff in the documentary just done again. You know, I, it's, I mean, fictionalizing documentaries can work, you know, I mean, like, you look at something like Rescue Dawn, um, which was kind of a, a fiction, like a dramatic retelling of, um, uh, Little Dita Needs to Fly. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, I mean, first off, it was like decades since that documentary. And then you've also got Christian Bale, um, but, uh, in, in the lead role. I really like Rescue Dawn, but. Yeah, Rescue Dawn's a great movie, yeah. Yeah. But, so, but, just feel like this could be a little bit. We've got the, the you've got that, and then we've got um, the Man on a Wire one. Um, oh, the walk, yeah, yeah. There the you walk. go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So it's like, again, what, what exactly? What exactly is the point? Except for making it as mainstream as possible to appeal to people who just don't want to watch documentaries. A documentary. Yeah. And if, if I, I don't know, if you're going to go mainstream. I'd maybe argue Ben Foster's maybe not the I mean, the, the the best choice really because like who four times a year cinema goer like a person knows Ben Foster. That's people, it, you know. People he, know Chris a, O'Dowd, but but not you know. You might get people who go, oh, Chris O'Dowd's in that. That'll be funny. Yeah, well, yeah, quite. Uh, with, with a funny <laughs> title like "Winning Is in His Blood," then you know, yeah. I think it's funny. I, yeah, I I I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's it. We, cool. Right. Well, we shall uh, now get give player a trailer for Jurassic World. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Jurassic World. Then we'll get into our review of that. You just went and made a new dinosaur. Yeah, it's uh, kind of what we do here. The exhibit opens to the public in three weeks. Mr. Mizrani wanted me to consult with you. You want to consult here or? In my bungalow. That's not funny. 
little funny. We'd like you to evaluate the paddock for vulnerabilities. Why me? I guess Mr. Mizrani thinks since you're able to control the raptors. See, it's all about control with you. I don't control the raptors. It's a relationship. It's based on mutual respect. That's why you and I never had a second date. Excuse me, I never wanted a Who second date. Who prints out an itinerary for a night out? I'm an organized person. Huh, what kind of a diet doesn't allow tequila? All of them, actually. And what kind of a man shows up to a date in board shorts? Well, Central America is hot. Okay, okay. Can we just focus on the asset, please? The asset? Look, I get it. You're in charge out here. You got to make a lot of tough decisions. It's probably easier to pretend these animals are just numbers on a spreadsheet, but they're not. They're alive. I'm fully aware they're alive. You might have made them in a test tube, but they don't know that. They're thinking, I got to eat. I got to hunt. I got to. You can relate to at least one of those things, right? Okay, that was a trailer for Jurassic World, the fourth Jurassic Park movie, uh, and I can never remember that it's called Jurassic World, even when I went to the cinema and went, uh, the Jurassic Dinosaur movie. That's impressive. <laughs> the guy just went, uh, world? It's like, that's the one. Yeah, nice. Uh, so, directed by uh, Colin Trevorrow, and starring Chris Pratt, Bryce Dice Howard, Vincent D'Onofrio, and other people. Uh, story is, the park is now open. It's set 20-odd years, so 22 years I think, since the actual film, which they kept the same timeline. Since the first Jurassic Park movie, and the park is now open, has been open for business, and has been running successfully. But to keep numbers up, they have to kind of fiddle around with dinosaurs to create new breeds of dinosaurs. There's also a whole load of other stuff going on in there. Ian, what did you think of Jurassic World? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not great, um, and I, overall, I'm not too sure whether I prefer this or The Lost World, but, um, it's, it's fun. I, I, that's the thing, I think the film only tries to be fun, and it is fun. Um, it, I mean, it's, it's got its problems, for, for, for fucking damn sure, um, but I had a good enough time with it because it, it seems like you, in a binary way, you can only love or hate this film. It, it, it would appear. Um, it would appear so, yeah, yeah. And, um, I thought it was pretty good. I liked it more than I didn't for sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching it again. And, uh, yeah, there we go. I mean, we'll get into it. Mark, what do you think? Um, well, I went into it um, completely not excited at all. Um, I don't know why. Uh, why I, I, just, I couldn't bring myself, couldn't build myself up to it. Uh, and I had to travel in the car all the way down to the cinema with Becky, uh, turning around, and every time I tried to say anything, all she did was put both her arms up and shouted dinosaurs at me. Um, so she was very excited. And what I didn't really want to do was kind of like try and, I don't want to temper that excitement, because it's great when people get excited about the film. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Like you say, it, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think you've got to be a complete lemon-sucking bastard uh, to not see that this movie is is fun. 
Uh, it is, and it only ever tries to be fun. Uh, yeah, it's got, it's got flaws in it, it's got massive holes in it, there's bits where I go, I just, I, that, they're, they're fucking reaching there. But at the end of the day, this isn't a film that's trying to actually say, what would it be like if there was actually a, if we could actually bring dinosaurs back to life and there was a park where people could go and see them, what happened if that went wrong? This is an, this is a action blockbuster movie, which is saying, look, all this is happening. You don't need to look at the actual scientific fucking ramifications of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's a disaster film, you know. And I can, I can kind of see where people are maybe coming from in so much as the first film, it does very much ground it and it takes its time to explain how this stuff could happen. Whereas, in this one, it's just like, oh, we just mixed a bunch of DNA together and we got this new crazy dinosaur. And that's that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, this film is appreciably dumber than the first Jurassic Park. Um, it, it like it's, its big weakness is its screenplay. Um, yeah. But, it, I, seriously, compared to Jurassic Park, it's fucking shaft. You know, it's it's... Uh, I, 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 it, uh, it's just, I mean, uh, sorry, Jurassic Park three. Sorry, it's it's so much better than that film that mm. I, I just, you know, I I do think it's a real step up. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, the thing is, it, it kind of is what it is, and I mean, I had fun with it. I mean, there were more kind of directorial flourishes than I expected there to be. Um, the the moment where um, the boys are in that gyrosphere and then they're like, oh, it's four dinosaurs, and the other one's like five, and yeah. then you see yeah. the reflection of the Indominus Rex, um, yeah. like in the ball, that was super reminiscent of the bit in Jurassic Park where the raptor goes after the girl and then smacks into the oven, like the oven door, and it turned out it was the reflection of her. It's like clever little things like that, which. Um, I, I, it made me appreciate. It made me think they're, they're putting a bit more uh, effort into this, you know. Also, and this hasn't been talked of nearly enough. Towards the end, when the raptors are fighting the, Indomin- uh, the Indominus Rex and they get the T Rex involved, there is a bit where a raptor climbs up a T Rex and is just perched on its head at one point, yeah. attacking Be- Becky, the Indominus Rex. Becky actually said to me. Um, how amazing is it that to, to, to defeat an Indominus Rex, all you need is a raptor riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a big old water dinosaur? Yeah, totally. That's that's it. I like it. It is, it, it is magnificent. Because at, at that point, I was a bit like, oh, this is a little bit just like two big things just smashing into each other that have no character or anything like that. And then the raptor kind of were like, oh, wait a minute. No, no. Wow. All right. All right, I'm back. You've you've brought me back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they add some personality to it, you know. So I mean, it just it it does. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, and it it livens it up. And I yeah. like that they. I do like they just leave the dinosaurs to go at it, and there's there's not much human interaction at that point because you don't need the human interaction. They can't really do anything. So let's just not have them there and just have the uh, the dinosaurs sort it out between themselves. You know? Exactly. It literally. It literally says, we can't beat this. We yeah. can't, we can't take this down. We need something bigger than this to take it down. We need, we need more teeth. 
which is what the film actually says. Mm. We need more teeth. Mm. And that's what it does. And it, 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 then it stops it becoming man has been, as, uh, you know, it, it, as, as, been the domineering force again, and we show we're top of the food chain. We go shit. We need one of these to kill one of these. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I mean it, to be fair, it's it, that's like the first film. I mean, like yeah. the, the, the T Rex kills the raptors, and then it roars, and that when dinosaurs ruled the world banner falls down. I mean, it's amazing. Um, so I, it, you know, it's got that kind of stuff, but it's it's the, the these kinds of things that are the less obvious references to the first film because you, you you know you've got quite a lot of nods to the first film here it's obviously made by someone who bums the first film and that's great um but you know i mean in, in all fairness i mean this is probably shit that everybody's heard already but there there are massive narrative what the fucks um my massive one was the boys are in the gyrosphere is there's an emergency they gotta go back they they can still control it though, and they're just trusting that the people in the yeah. aerospheres are just gonna are, are just gonna go back. I, that I mean that's like notably in in the moment ruining it. Yeah, it was a little bit like surely that thing would just yeah I I thought that that thing would just go on autopilot and just bring them back. Yeah, I mean I, yeah, and that's the thing. I think there are legit complaints like that, but then you've got. Bryce Dallas Howard running around in high heels and people kicking off. Oh, that's that. yeah. That is my it is my massive, complete fucking bullshit thing on that. Right? She didn't wake up expecting to have to do that that morning. That's just the shoes she happens to be wearing because that's the shoes that are appropriate for the job that she does. They weren't killer stiletto heels also, like some people are making out. They were heels, but they weren't like massive nine-inch fucking heels. And that, that that's just what it is. She's up, Essentially, she's an administrator and a marketing person and uh, she runs the thing, and she doesn't expect she doesn't really expect to be walking that much. So it, it, it's just that is just a it's a fucking it's taking a kids book right a, a dot to dot book and drawing a big cock and going this dot to dot book's just full of full of cocks and then you look at it and you go well well no because you haven't done it in the right order you haven't joined all the dots and actually you've, you've You've drawn some of your own dots. You've just taken a children's dot-to-dot book and drawn a load of penises in it, haven't you? That is literally as sensible as that complaint. I also, I might be just fucking completely oblivious to this shit. I I haven't read any of these wankety-wankety fucking think piece bollocks things on it because it's Jurassic fucking world. Right? Where's this racism thing come from? Am I I just being really ignorant and I've completely fucking missed it? I don't understand that. Dinosaurs white or so? I don't. I don't even know either. I I, 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 I haven't. I haven't looked because I wanted to see if I went. Oh, actually, yeah. And I didn't at any point go. Oh, actually, yeah. Or or, I don't know. I mean, like I'm spitballing here, but is it the fact that like the the bad people in the film are black, or or at least uh, you know ethnic, like Doctor ethnic um you know, you know not white um you know like dr Wu. um even though then again you've got vincent d'onofrio and and omar size black and he's um, he's, he's, he's a good he's, guy yeah he's a good guy you know and you've got the um the creole french um ranger that works with uh, chris pratt you know he's he is definitely one of the good guys oh, sorry, uh, yeah yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it, it, yeah, like I mean, that, that. The, the, I don't know. It, it's just, People have got to try and find issues with films all the time now. I mean... Yeah, it, it's why we can't have nice things. Yeah, it, it is totally why we can't have nice things. I mean, social media's really been pissing me off with this stuff this week. And, mm. I, I mean, I, I must also say... The, the the shooting that happened in America, you know, it's kind of all been kicking off while uh, when while we've been recording. Um, yeah, I mean, it is horrible, but I do not need to see every single person on Twitter uh, uh, preach about gun control. It, yeah, because like, it, it isn't going to work. I, it, 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 there have been so many of these things that it, it just it isn't going to work. You're going to have to find a new angle. Yeah. This, I mean, this is this is exactly it. I, it just, but I mean, it was literally like it's not, oh, you know, oh, it's horrible. I feel so bad for the families. It's just, it's automatically, guns are bad, guns are bad, guns are bad. Stop guns. You know, you see all this stuff that's happening. Guns, 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 guns. And then and and then you're also getting people saying, oh, well, you know, he was a a redneck who got beat, blah blah blah. No, oh, no wonder it was this. You know, and also. I'm sorry, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are in the NRA and love their guns and whatnot, and then and, and I'm sure the vast majority of them are not psychopathic bastards. Yeah. It, it, it's just, I, I mean, I, like, I, I don't really, I mean, we don't live in America, I don't really live day to day in a gun culture, so I'm, I'm not going to state an opinion because it's not fucking valid. Um, but I, it, it just... I, there, there are, you know, there are psychos in all walks of life, you know, and I don't know, people, people easily have access to guns. If people, you know, these days, people, if they wanted to make bombs, they could make bombs out of fucking ordinary everyday products and yeah, blow up all you, all you need and stuff is. like that. You know, guns, yeah, guns in general are a bad thing, but I, I, I genuinely, I think, take, you know banning guns from every single US home is not going to do an awful lot. I, I it's just it's not. That's anyway. They're out there now. They're out there. They're in, they're they're part of that social culture. And I'm know. sorry yeah, I mean I'm sorry if I offended anyone. And like I said my opinion doesn't mean anything because I don't live in 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 America. I don't live in that kind of culture, but it just it's I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think of myself as fairly liberal, but every day on Twitter, I feel like almost like I'm getting more conservative just because I'm getting pissed off with people. It, it does. It, it, it. I mean, just because I completely agree with what you're saying about that, absolutely. But just, um, just sort of throwing it back to, to what we're saying about about this. Yes. Um, it, it does. It does seem like people are so desperate to again to find fault in things. You know, we've got. Essentially, a, a blockbuster that, for a start off, before credits, is under two hours long, which is a beautiful thing. And they fucking you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it gets in, it, it establishes it and goes, right, we're not going to patronise it. We think you understand what what Jurassic the thing is, that that world is. We think you already know what that is. Mm. If you come in to see this movie, even if you're young, you've probably still seen Jurassic Park or it's part of culture. You understand what it is. So they get in. It gets fucking done straight away. We get a quick bit and then it goes, fuck, here you go. Here's the fucking, here's your characters. These are the people you're going to spend time with. Here's your action. And from there, if you then sit there and go, mm, well, I don't know about that. And I don't know about that. And I don't know about that. And I don't know about that. Right. Get up and fucking leave. Just get up. 
and fucking leave because I don't know how that can be enjoyable to come out of the film already going, oh well, they got this wrong because this dinosaur shouldn't have looked like that. Nobody cares. It's just we've got a really fucking fun Jurassic. This movie could have been could have been the third Jurassic, like the third Jurassic Park movie, and it isn't. It's a really good, entertaining movie with two great central characters. Personally, I thought they were great central characters. That in a short space of time, you instantly get an idea of who they are. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's this might sound like spinning, but I actually, for once, quite enjoyed a lead character in Chris Pratt who was actually quite two-dimensional. He didn't have a tragic past. You know, he didn't have a shitload of backstory. He was in the army. He came out of the army. He's training raptors. Yeah. Job done. Fine. That's it. Bryce Dallas Howard. Jobsworth, who doesn't pay enough attention to her family. That's fine. You know, she has a nice arc. Yeah, that, that's it, you know, she's, you know, and you look at it and you go, do you know what, a sequel, I don't know where they can actually go with it that isn't just where they've already gone, but, fuck it, I, I'll, I'll happily spend another two hours with them too. I want it to be like fucking um, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I'd watch that. Let's have the fucking dinosaurs... Let's, like, like, somehow, like, genetic manipulation, they grow more intelligent, they take over the fucking world. Why not? Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd happily watch that. But like I said, you know, I think there was a little bit too much time spent with the kids. I don't, I, we didn't need, I don't see why we needed the fact that their parents were getting divorced. Yeah, I don't, I don't, th- I also we, don't think we needed Nick Robinson creepily looking at the girls, like, in every single fucking scene for the first third. That was a bit, <laughs> I mean, that, like, just because that, I, to be, like, that didn't go anywhere. Like, I, w- yeah. I really was expecting him to have a, a conversation with his girlfriend back at home and, you know, either break, like, do the right thing and, like, break up with her or, have a realisation and tell her he loves her or something like that. In a way, I'm kind of glad they didn't do that, but in a way, it's also, well, why bring it up in the first place? It's brought up and then quickly fucking forgotten about. Yeah, but, I mean, as soon as, like, as soon as they, those boys get into the gyrosphere, that, that stuff's done. It's, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wonder if there's some cutting room floor stuff there. Um, I, I, there is, without, yes, yeah, there, there must be. So, but, I mean, then again, I mean, like, that kind of stuff might actually be quite relatable to the target audience of this film. You know, Absolutely, um, yeah. so, I mean, who's to say? And, I mean, I, 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 I thought Ty Simpkins was pretty good as well. I liked his kind of mix of enthusiasm, but also, like, being overly enthusiastic to try not to think about what was going on back home. Yeah, yeah, it, it, they were, there were moments where I was starting to go... Uh, don't, don't, don't go down this angle. Don't do the whiny kid angle. Uh, and they didn't. Then they, they, it was quite a good relationship between those two. Um, you know, he wasn't a oh, you, you bugged me so much. My little brother is such a pain. And then you had that dramatic bit where he's like he said it. it was he was always quite kind of protective towards yeah, it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. He always liked his brother. He wasn't just like stupid. Yeah, yeah, the stupid young kid. Get the fuck out of my face or whatever. He wasn't like that. And when he saw that he was hurting, he actually like paid attention to him and took, it took time. I, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's it. I mean, I also, I will say, Irfan Khan, I really enjoyed him. I would have liked to have seen him around a bit longer. Um, yeah. 
like his whole like don't tell me about the figures I want to know if people are having fun you know it, it was like little little things like that it was just yeah brilliant um yeah it, it he was a fun character. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, he he died he died way too soon for me. I was I was hoping he'd stick around. Yeah, I, I mean like Vincent D'Onofrio is fairly two dimensional, but I mean he, he gets the job done. Um, and also the the relationship between Chris Pratt and the Raptors I thought was more uh, more interesting than expected because just because that level of threat was still really really fucking there. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it was good. It was nice the way they they kind of introduced that with the you know. I mean, I'm sick of seeing all these fucking memes of different fucking park keepers doing the fucking the stance. Um, well, they're like they're kind of like crouched down, kind of with his arms, yeah, arms out. with his arms out, yeah. It, it's like, oh, one person did it. Ah, oh, look, he's doing the Chris Pratt thing. All right, no, just no. They're turtles. No, it's it fucking just stop it. It's no longer funny, people. Um, but yeah, the, the fact that it was somebody running and he, and he just, and he ran in and the fact he still seems a little bit kind of panicked by it. He's not just a, I know the world fucking eat me. It's just a, it was more a, it was, it was a very army reaction, a very, you know, forces reaction of, right, I've got to save that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he runs in, he's like, no, 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 wait a minute, wait, wait, I, just don't shoot them. Only shoot them if you have to. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that that worked really, you know, really well. And the fact that, you know, you didn't have the when he's telling the the the, 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 the forces guys, right, this is what you need to do. If we're doing this, you need to do it my way and everything like that. There wasn't the no, well, we'll do it our way and all that. It, it was just they just listened to it. It was all about streamline, pacey, getting shit done quickly, bang, 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 and it, it worked really well. Absolutely, man. Uh, it, it's. Um... Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't think I actually have too much more to say about it, to be honest. I mean, the CG was decent. It was, it was absolutely fine. There wasn't really anything that particularly stuck out to me as being shit. Um, yeah, I, I, I saw, I, I did see uh, some people complaining that um, Bryce Dallas Howard wears a tight vest and uh, Chris Pratt doesn't take his shirt off. Um, I echo those complaints. You know, mm. I'm happy to see Chris Pratt take his shirt off. I think it's great when Chris Pratt takes his shirt off. Yep. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a great sign to all of us to look at it and go, oh man, two years ago, you were fattening out of shape and look at you now. Yep. You are a major fucking hot. It, it reminds well me of what done. Seth Rogen said, though, that like, uh, like people were, t- uh, when he was like, talking about the Green Hornet, and he basically just said, well, I, you know, if you've got, if you've got money, you can be, you can be slim. There's no reason yeah. not to be. You can basically almost like pay to be slim, just yeah. you know, just through like hiring personal trainers and dietitians and stuff. So you know, they, you know, so that's doable. That's the thing. It's like if you've got enough, if you've got the money and if you've got the time, like with the Green Hornet, you know, basically he was being paid in pre-production to basically get fit, get fit. You know, so it's yeah. like if that's all he had to do in his day, then fa- you know, fair enough. Um, but no, absolutely, man. I mean, like the Bryce Dallas Howard as well. Sweaty boobs at the end. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, the the iconic image where she opens the door to the gate number to pad number nine, mm. and the T Rex comes out, and she stood with the flare. That's a great fucking image. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 uh, there are really good images in this film. I mean, uh, Colin Trevorrow. I mean, he's only done one feature before, and uh, I, I, yeah, I can't think of a single fucking image in safety not guaranteed that stood stood out really I mean I, I like the film but you know that was what it was but he, I, he does a bang up job here um, in terms of the direction I mean he was responsible for part of the screenplay and like I said the, the screenplay is 
a little weak. Yeah. Um, well, no, it's not a little weak. It is. It is straight up weak. But yeah, I mean, the whole weaponized dinosaurs things feels a little bit okay. Uh, they, that they... seems a little bit. Mm, you reaching you're reaching for probability there yeah i mean I, I will say it is a little bit of a nitty-gritty complaint but i do kind of see the point okay what what like people say what 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 are they what is he training them for if it's not yeah. for war and they actually say at one point right we've done these pack hunt drills before and it's like why do you need to drill them to do pack hunting if you're not training them to hunt things well, yeah, it, it, it does seem a little bit like that. I mean, it, it's, I suppose, it, it, the idea would be there, would be see if, you know, they can be trained, if they can, you know, respond to, 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 to sort of commands. Um, and that's just the, you know, man's need to think that it can control everything. Mm, mm. I, it, so there is that. But, yeah, it, it, I, I think it is a legitimate complaint. One other, uh, one, one other that I have. Yeah. How the fuck did Chris Pratt not know about the Indominus Rex? Just because that's quite a like you'd think that guy would know what was going on in the park, and yet there's a massive area of the park where they have a creature, he, he, and he knows nothing about it until Bryce Dallas Howard tells him about it. He might be one of those where he's so um, and I'm gonna pun. He's so wrapped up in the raptors, yeah, uh, that. Literally, he just doesn't go to that part, and he he's very much because because he's from military. He has that mindset of I'm gonna need to know basis. When I need to know about it, they'll tell me about it. Yeah, I, I think you could just there's, there's a possibility about get away with that. Just yeah, I, I think you could maybe just about get away with it for, for that. That is how I saw it. Is that they kept these things secret? He just assumed it, it was just another dinosaur, and that you know he works with the smaller scale dinosaurs. The raptors, especially, uh, and it's just, it's none of his business. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, <sighs> overall, uh, I'm, a, I'm a definitely not shit. I was really, really pleasantly surprised by it. I, I'm looking forward to rewatching it. it. It's a solid four out of five for me. Yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, definitely yeah, not uh, shit. I, I think I would, I would go with a four. Yeah, I, I, I. I I genuinely, genuinely, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that people could be sniffing about this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Frankly, I agree. Um, it, but you know, that's what people are like. That's yeah. It is unfortunately. It's, it, it's, it's quite sad, really, um, that that people who who profess to hold movies so dear can can just get so little enjoyment out of things so often or get so much enjoyment out of not liking things so often. I just, I find it perplexing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, I was very pleasantly surprised. Becky, uh, who went into it, she was, it, it was like one of her most anticipated movies of the year and she fucking adored it. Um, and I'm not a dinosaur person. I, I, I honestly don't see the point. <laughs> in dinosaurs, I just, I just don't care. But I, I, I liked, I like this. I, I dug it. I thought it was cool. Cool man, nice. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror 
as we tear apart one film a week. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. I'm just, just getting confirmation. It's just in, that's the third time though. I mean, I must, is this on? You can find us at csvsp.libson.com. So come and share the victory. If you could fuck any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, you wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody... <laughs> He looks like somebody who can keep a secret. Okay, Ian. Um, what have you been watching? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I watched the Jurassic Park trilogy, but um, to be fair, I probably would have talked about that a fair bit in the review we've not yet recorded, so who knows. But I will, I will just say right now, Jurassic Park 3 is the worst. Um, I watched it like a year or two back and I didn't think it was that bad, but I don't know whether I just wasn't paying attention or something, but it's just such an afterthought. Um, it kind of feels like it should be like a, 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 a lesser regarded spin off of the Jurassic Park cinematic universe, but it is like, I mean, technically it's canon. And it just, right right from the start, right from the start, when you get the introduction to the island, it comes up with the island's name on on the screen. And then in big red letters it says, Restricted. And it's just like, oh God, we're in trouble. And, you know, you've got the dream sequence dinosaur um, saying Alan. Um, <laughs> Wait. Fuck, you know, I, I, I watched this like, like you, uh, a couple of years ago, and I, I'd completely forgotten, um, about that bit. There's, um, to be fair, there's a worse bit. And, and yeah, and that bit, that bit is bad though, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's, it's terrible, but, the, right, Jurassic Park 3 actually has one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in, on a cinema screen. Genuinely. There, <laughs> there's a bit where the Spinosaurus, I think it's called, um, has eaten one of the characters' satellite phones. And so, like, when it rings, it's ringing in its stomach. Um, now, there is a bit where two sets of characters run towards each other and they're separated by a fence. They're chatting to each other. Then they hear a mobile, uh, the phone ring. And then suddenly, behind two of them, the Spinosaurus is there. Right, the Spinosaurus... It's a pretty fucking big animal. How could, A, the people not looking at it not hear them? But also, how could the people looking in that direction not see it coming until it's right there or hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, because it, it's, it's played as a joke, basically. It's just like they hear the mobile phone ring, they turn around, oh, it's there. But, there is absolutely no logic to it. What's, it's genuinely, it's the dumbest thing. And but then you've got the nuclear bomb of this film. The thing that just eradicates all joy around it. <laughs> Taya Leone is the worst. I mean, she's bad in everything. Yeah, she, she, she really is, isn't she? But, uh, she's really bad in everything, but... Jurassic Park 3, all, I mean, to be fair, the writing's not great. All she does is shout for her son, despite Sam Neill telling her constantly, don't do that, you're going to get everybody killed, or whine. 
<laughs> Those are her two modes. And the thing is, she's supposed to be kind of like slightly ditzy, klutzy, oh, is it, you know, isn't she kind of adorable? Tia Leone could not do adorable if she was made of fucking bunnies. She, 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 the problem with Tia Leone is she looks like a bit of a stuck-up bitch. That's, that's the thing. She she does look like a... a there, yeah, you, you, you do... You, there are certain people in life, both, both men and women, you just look mm. at them, and for some reason you just know they're a certain thing. Yeah. You, you get the feeling that Tierleone's uh, husband is fucking his secretary, not for the sex, it's for the cuddles oh. afterwards. Well, I mean, David Duchovny... Was the David Duchovny, yeah, didn't you surprise, yeah. addiction, for Christ's sake, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I mean... That... I, I, bet, I, I bet you only, like, a third of it was with her as well. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I'd probably say less than that, frankly. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry. Go on. Yeah, but I, it just... She is... The worst. And the thing is, you've got her paired with William H. Macy. And William H. Macy is basically doing Fargo, but not, but actually nice. But it's that same kind of nebbish, dorky <laughs> kind of quality. Yeah. Um, but, but here. And, and what William H. Taylor, Macy did for about three, four years. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I mean, he's, he's cashing the Fargo paycheck and fair, fair play to him, you know. Yeah. But him and Taylor Leone, like, just actually have anti-charisma. I mean, it's, it's, it, I mean, it's the worst. It's really, really bad. And the thing is, Sam Neill in Jurassic Park 3, he just, do, he doesn't have any kind of arc. With Jurassic Park, he actually have some, has some growth. In this one, it's, he's basically tricked onto the island. And then he's trying to get people off the island. That 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 is it. He's essentially a, the, the guide, and and I mean and and that's it. And uh, I, I I know we haven't recorded our Jurassic World review yet, but what I maybe would say there is a kind of hint of that with Chris Pratt's character. He is very this is what he is. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say too much about Jurassic World, but I mean, like, you know, people have already kind of made it clear on the internet. Character is not the most successful element of that film. Um, I, I, I mean, here, it, it's it's the same, really. I mean, you could say that about The Lost World as well with Ian Malcolm, but Jeff Goldblum's just got life in life in his performance. You, you enjoy watching Jeff Goldblum on screen. You don't necessarily enjoy watching Sam Neill on screen, just like the presence of. Mm. So there, it, it's there, there's not enough there, but I mean for for me, I mean my order of Jurassic Park films. Spoiler for my review, but actually to be fair, you, I WhatsApped you earlier on. My yeah. my order of them: Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, The Lost World, uh, a massive fifty five hundred foot chasm, and then Jurassic Park three. <laughs> So Jurassic Park 3 is, is, is that good then? People saying Jurassic Park 3 is better than either Jurassic World or The Lost World have to rewatch Jurassic Park 3 and then try and say that again with a straight face. Yeah, but you remember, you got to remember that fact that it is that some people are just cunts. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, and also, I mean, The, the Lost World, it's not that bad. The, the I'm not a massive fan of the dinosaur in San Diego. It's weirdly... Uh, free of tension. There's there's never any moments where Julianne Moore or Jeff Goldblum are actually in any danger in, in, no. in that bit. 
Um, and also all the other like main characters have fucked off. So you don't even, it's, it's weird. It's like Vince Vaughn is just not in the final half hour of the film. And he was a pretty key part beforehand. It's, it's, yeah, The Lost World is, is a disjointed film, but it's still got the kind of the sense of wonder and a lot of Spielberginess to it. Uh, which Jurassic World kind of has a bit of as well, to be fair. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, anyway, the Jurassic Park films. I'm actually kind of glad I'm done with them for now. I, I, I will say that. It, it's, it's a weird one because people, I think, assume greater gravitas to the Jurassic Park films. Um, when in reality, you know, I haven't seen, um, the most recent one, but the, of the first three films, there's only actually one genuinely great film in there. Um, yeah, that's. And the other two are not great, to be honest. They're not very good. Um, from, from what I remember f- f- from them, whereas Jurassic Park is still very, very good. Uh, but people have been going, oh, it's amazing we're back to Jurassic Park. It's like, do you remember what happened the two times we tried to go back again last time? It's like, oh yeah, but like, this, the technology and everything's moved on, so they'll be able to make it say, ah, sorry, fucking Jurassic Park was like 22 years old now, and it still looks fucking quite good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, the animatronics in Jurassic Park, on occasion, the, 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 it's the thing about the animatronics in that is the fact that they kind of have very kind of they look like pre-programmed movements. Like there's a bit where um, oh yeah the T Rex, it's like it's like it's like there's no f- fluidity. So the, no, they're very, they're very uniform, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, it's like when he's moving his head, it kind of feels like he's just doing it in straight directions, and then he kind of stops and then moves in another direction. I mean, it is what it is. Um, but also, the CG in Jurassic Park is really, really good. It's still really, really good. Mm. Um, and it's... Um, and I, I don't think I'm saying that with rose-tinted glasses either. It was obviously... The, 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 the kind of the textures are quite, I don't know, they're quite rough and bumpy and whatnot. And it kind of feels like it might have been easier to see, uh, just to CG that, just to, just to do that. And the, 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 the CG bits of the T-Rex, I'll be, I, I, they look better than the animatronic bits. I, they, I, if you'd had the, the Triceratops that Laura Dern kind of nurses, if that had been CG, I think that would have looked really bad. Like the animatronic, the way that she's actually petting it looks fantastic. Um, and I think if that was CG and she was trying to pet it, I think that would have been a problem. It's, I think it's very key with Jurassic Park that it's pretty much whenever there's any actual direct interaction between the humans and the dinosaurs, it is animatronics. Whereas if it's the dinosaurs solely in it, basically solely in the shot or at least not in the same, like, if a character's in a car and a di- dinosaur's outside, then that's CG and they get away with it because there's no direct interaction there. Um, it's going to be intriguing to see what you think about the CG in Jurassic World. I'll, I'll stay mum for now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, uh, I may as well let you uh, uh, get some off your chest. Cool, I'll read off uh, a couple. Uh, I'll do the couple of ones that we've already spoken about uh, on previous shows uh, before that I did rewatches of. Uh, I rewatched Stretch, um, spurred on by the news that uh, Joe Carnahan is writing and possibly directing Bad Boys 3. 
Um, a you know, I I really like Bad Boys. It's a great film, uh, in spite of Tia Leone. Um, and uh, Bad Boys Two is one of those films where I, I despise it, but I can still watch it and get something out of it, despite the fact that it's a terrible, terrible movie and it's really, really long. But I've still watched it two or three times. Mm. Um, so I rewatched uh, Stretch. Um, holds up really fucking well on a second watch. Feels a little bit punchy at the second time actually as well. Um so like ninety five minutes long, but it, it it really fucking bounces on the second watch. Uh whereas didn't feel uh like it dragged or anything on the first watch, but um it, it did get to the end I thought, shit it's like really fucking near the end. Yeah. This is flown by. Um so yeah so uh, really enjoyed that on the on the rewatch. Um and uh, also rewatched the guest as well. Yes. Um, I think this is my fourth or fifth watch uh, of the guest, and that's in the space of what it came out in late October, uh, September, I think. September, much, yeah. yeah. So you've got September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. So what, like nine months sure. to get like five or six watches he's, you know, he's, he's pretty damn good um, it's a fucking great movie it really is it just gets better every time I watch it and you, Dan Stevens' performance just gets even better every time I watch it I've started noticing more and more in that in like his performance in the fact that he's got so many it's, it's, there's a lot of fucking facial reactions to stuff yeah. there's a lot of huh, moments where literally he goes hmm and does something, and it, the, the more I watch like the ending, the more you realise that he's he's not happy about everything that's going on. He was happy, and then all the shit started kicking off, and now he's like, "Fuck, I've got I've got to kill these people," and I actually quite like them. No, but I've, it's, I've got to. Yeah, it's like the his kind of almost like it's he never actually has like trouble like a moment where you think he's going to go against his programming. But yeah. like you could see his like, oh for fuck's sake, really? I don't want to do that. No, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do that, but I don't want to do that. Like, I mean, the the key one is obviously the uh, the grenade in the cafe. Oh, the grenade in the cafe is magnificent it, because it literally is. He walks out and it's like he goes, "Great, they've all seen me now. I'm gonna have to kill them all." And it's almost like he rolls them in and goes, and it's almost like a. Fuck you for all being here. Thank you for making me do this. You cunt. Yeah. And just rolls. It is as as a as because the, the guest will go down as an actual proper future cult classic. Oh god, it, yeah. It, it yeah, yeah. Will actually be one of those, and that I think will be one of its defining moments of Dan Stevens' career. Is the is the way he rolls those grenades in? Is just. I think for last year, that scene and that bit is one of my defining moments. It, it, when I think about film in 2014, that is one of the first images that pops into my to head. To be fair, the image of him coming uh, out coming out of the shower kind of yeah. pops into my head before it. With the steam. With the steam. It, it just, it's like, and Micah Monroe just looks at him like, oh my fucking God, wow. Yeah. You know, it's, which, it's which, let's face it, we all did. I know uh, no, absolutely. I mean, one of the things I really, really like about the guest, just thinking about that as well, is the way that Micah Monroe's character doesn't hate him all the way through. Like, she's not instantly suspicious of him. And she actually no. 
like it, it's kind of intimated that she might be like falling for him. I, I, I like that, that it's not just like, say, the stepfather or something like that, where it's like straight away suspicions raised. It's, yeah. You know, there, there's a good, like, the first half of the film or so. And just that, fu- oh, that, fu- like, the score is so, like, the soundtrack is. is so good. Like, the yeah. the bit where, what is it, she's, I think it's when she's just started making a mixtape for, for him or something. And then the camera, like, pans along. And then he's in his room and he's just staring. Sat staring out of the room, yeah. And, and it's like that, um, and that, that like and I think it's like haunted by your love or something songs. Or, yeah. And then it and then like it just it's that harsh cut and it like it's like the carpet's like boom boom. Yeah. You know, it's 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 such a well put together movie. You know everything just collides and creates this 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 wonderful movie. And it it must have been one of those things by the Wingard. Uh, you know whilst making it where he must have been looking like the fucking dailies and going. Fuck, we've got a, we've got a fucking great movie yeah. on it because there's a real there's a great energy in the entire movie. It you know it, it feels like it feels like it knows that it's fucking good. Yeah, no, it does. It's a very very confident film. It just God, the guest is fucking amazing. It really it, it, it's it, I, I am the thing is as well that there's bits in it where I've seen them and I'm waiting for them to happen. They happen, and I'm still impressed by him, and I still burst out laughing. The bit in the where he completely fucks the principal of the school over, mm-hmm. absolutely, and he's like, and he's, you know, it, it would make it a hate crime. And he's like, well, I didn't even know he's gay, and he just continues talking. He's going, uh, and he just turns on and says, um, "Should we sue them?" Um, and he's like, "Should, should we say anything?" He says, "We're suing you," and it's just magnificent. It's just, it's. I, I don't know whether Dan Stevens was offered it, or auditioned it, or literally when. Found this, I've got the script and went, I want this movie, I want this movie. But he fucking nails it. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is incredible. So yeah, there were the two kind of rewatches I'll do, so I'll, I'll bounce back across to you now. Uh, oh no, okay, cool. Um, alright, well I, uh, I watched, um, quite an interesting thing that uh, recently came out on VOD, The Deadlands. Um, so this is, uh, I've got a full written review, not on Film Rant, sorry, Noel, um, on uh, VODzilla.co. Uh, uh, if if people want kind of more information from there, but uh, basically it's this uh, Ma- Maori uh, M A O R I Maori kind of set uh, and kind of language action film where basically uh, a tribe and uh, the relationship between two tribes is kind of sabotaged by the son of one of the tribe's leaders and. It basically gives him the excuse to kind of massacre, like, the men of the other tribe, um, apart from the son of the other tribe leader, um, who survives. And he basically swears revenge, and he uh, decides to get revenge by enlisting the help of uh, this mysterious presence uh, who roams the Deadlands. And uh, basically, it's like this land where anybody goes into it, they don't come out alive because of this, this figure... And he enlists the help of him, and he's, he's known only as the warrior. And uh, basically, the warrior kind of begrudgingly trains him, and then they set out to uh, uh, to basically get the revenge. And it turns into an action film that has questions about the legitimacy of revenge and the legitimacy of a society which is based on death and killing, basically, but has more fun with gouging people's eyes out and chopping their heads off. 
Um, it's not like so. It's not like Michael Haneke, where it's just like, why are you watching this? Why are you enjoying this? That that kind of thing. Um, but it it tries to have a little bit more going with it than uh, uh, most action films do, even though the narrative is fairly obvious and like you know who's going to live you know who's going to die and things like that even though the final five minutes or so I thought were um, actually pleasingly left, left of centre um, it sorry Lottie's coming up the stairs uh, you alright babes <laughs> she wants to see me sorry Mark <laughs> no, sorry, Mark. Oh, so alright um, she doesn't want to snow you she wants. She can come in here for a bit if she wants. Dada. She can play. You want to go back on the sticks? What? What do you want to do, bud? You said dada. What? Are you saying dada and pointing downstairs? I'm not going downstairs dada, at the moment, babe. Bye bye, honey. Bye bye, bye, bye mummy. Love you too. Bye bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, so where was I? Um. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's um, executive. Well, no, actually, it's not executive produced by James Cameron, but he's like come out and publicly said that he, he approves of this film and like he thinks it's a good effort. And you can kind of, you can kind of see why, just because it's got an action film where it, that that's maybe trying to do something slightly more, but also because it is just really, really visceral. Uh, it's really well directed. Um, you know, it's in full kind of cinemascope widescreen. It looks cinematic as hell. Um, but, you know, it kind of feels like it, it probably had a low budget as well with its kind of like Maori language and whatnot. Um, but it just, when it when the action is on, it is on. It is properly brutal. Um like really, really, really vicious and bloody, and just ah, oh, like the way there's a lot of attention paid to like before they start fighting, like the intimidation ta- techniques. So like they're kind of like they're almost like dancing around. They're almost like doing the hacker or something. But like yeah. tongue wagging is a really big thing, and it's yeah, it's like the most like intense tongue wagging you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> like, where they, like their eyes are like popping out of their skulls and they're just like viciously wagging their tongues at each other it's like wow you do to really want to fuck each other up this is crazy <laughs> um, and it's i mean it's it's awesome to see i mean it's kind of like a glimpse into a world i had no real idea of you know um i, I mean it's I, I think you'd really enjoy it actually mark i think i think oh, you should give it a go I, 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 I'll definitely add it to, to the list. Yeah, it's, without question. it's a little long. It's like an hour and forty-eight minutes long, and if it was ninety minutes, it you know it it would have been better, frankly. Um, but yeah, I had a really really good time with it. Um, cool. It's uh, directed by a Toa Parker, I think his name is, and immediately it's like right, if I see something else with his name on ever again, I'm fucking watching it. So uh, yeah, good shit. Nice. Um, I see Noel's just been WhatsApping us as well. That yeah. is insane. That's yeah. Um, apparently, Jurassic World has done 512 million opening weekend. That's insane. It's like it, it's crazy. I mean, like it's looking like it's going to be the second biggest opening weekend of all time in the US. The projection, the box office projections about a month ago were wrecking the tracking they were saying was going to be about 100 million. And then this last week, that went up to about 130 million. 
And then every day, it's just been tracking upwards. And then Friday, they were projecting, based on like the, the, the Friday ticket sales, 180 million. But then it did almost as well on the Saturday as it did on the Friday. That's fucking insane, money that. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the what, what, what's the top of the line? Avertised? Is it Avertised on top? Unadjusted, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's <sighs> the thing is, it's not going to do that because Avatar was on cinema screens for like six months. But yeah. It's. It, it's going to break the billion easy. It, I've, I, yeah, you, yeah, very easily. You would have got really good odds on it for beating Ultron's opening weekend. Even, like, Friday, you would have got great odds on that. And, I mean, like, Marvel have got to be a little bit like, for fuck's sake, really? You know, I, I, I bet that... I think Age of Ultron, yeah, it did one and a half billion dollars worldwide. I think that was probably a bit of a disappointment. I think, I think the, the, it didn't get anywhere near the repeat uh, viewings that they expected, like, uh, Assemble did. But uh, why I'd say this, this does... Um, if you look at the more the further, more, the further reaching um, fucking signs of it, if Jurassic World, a, a film which, let's be honest, hasn't exactly been universally praised uh, or got that much kind of great press behind it, not 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 a lot of negative press, but you know, it, it's not been a movie. It essentially has got there out of pure kind of nostalgia and the fact that movies are now how fucking much is Star Wars going to do in weekend yeah that's that's it I mean, that, it, it, that no one expected that to break the fucking you know the, the, the 500 million mark it's up in week how much is is Star Wars going to do yeah yeah I mean, it's it's just it's it's crazy. I mean, I, I, by the way, Avengers. I mean, the first one did about one point five billion. Ultron's on about one point three billion at the moment. Um, so it's probably going to be there or thereabouts. I think is Ultron tracking behind? Is it is it the highest or is uh, Furious Seven beating it? What for uh, like the year so far? Yeah, so far, yeah. Uh, no, I think it's... Let's have a look. I think it's beating Furious 7. Because Furious 7, I remember, took a little bit of a while to get to a billion. Oh, no, mm-hmm. forgive me. 1.5 billion Furious 7's on at the moment. Uh, Ultron's got to do about 200 million more to um, to get above that, and I don't think it's going to do that. Like, Ultron's because... pretty much done now worldwide, I think. Yeah, because if... If you just know at the start of the year that um, Furious 7 would end up making more money than Age of Ultron, I think people would have laughed at you. Yeah, I mean, everybody was saying that Disney was just going to rule 2015 because, you know, um, Ultron, um, Ant-Man, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, Star Wars. It it was just, it was... Yeah, I mean, Christ, they got two Pixar's. Universal, man, they... Like, last year, I think they were the highest-grossing worldwide studio, but didn't have one of their... Ah, oh, fuck, what was it? But, like, didn't have a sequel. 
or something like that. Like it was all original properties. It was something like that. Or like they, or at least they did like over a billion, but with no sequels. Because Universal like had a quite a quiet slate last year, but they just mm. seemed to manage it. Whereas this year, you know, they haven't got any of the superhero licenses. I mean, they technically they've got Hulk, but they're never going to do another Hulk film. No. And yet they've got Universal Seven, uh, Universal Seven, Furious Seven. They've got Jurassic World. They've got Minions in two weeks. Um, which, which will do, which will do fucking great. I mean, um, Minions is you know easily do over a billion worldwide, like easy. And mm. there you go. And like Jurassic World will, it just it will. Well, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it would be insane if it did it yeah. now. So Universal are going to have three films that are going to do a billion worldwide. Disney, they got Ultron, they got Star Wars. The Pixar film, I don't think. Neither of the Pixar films are going to are going to do a billion. I don't think. No, you, you you'll be looking at five hundred million. Yeah, Ant Man's going to be uh, probably around four hundred, five hundred million. What well, What do you think of the the recent poster campaign for Ant Man? It's very clever. Like, do you think it's clever? Is it, does it not smack a little bit like they're a little bit look? Remember, we did these movies as well. Oh, no, that's totally what they're doing. That's yeah, it, it's, I, I'm it's, saying clever from a marketing point of view. Clever from a marketing point of view, but it, 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 it does smack of we're really fucking scared this movie's going to flop. Well, yeah, of course they are. I mean, that, that, mm. the, 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 the thing is, yeah, I'm not surprised. I, you know, I'm really not surprised they are. You know, it, it comes out in about a month. Um, you know, Jurassic World's done really well. It's got Terminator before it, and, you know, who knows if that does well? That could take some of the heat out of it. And it's about two weeks before Mission Impossible. You know, it's it's one of the rare Marvel films where they've actually got quite a competitive slate around them. Because like Guardians of the Galaxy came out in August when pretty much the summer season was done, and then quietly made a fuck ton of money. Um, uh, you know, the the Avengers films and the Iron Man films. No one programs anything against those films. They give them a good a good wild's birth yeah um you know i mean like after avengers age of ultron i think the next really big film in the uk was like fury road and that was nearly a month after you know whereas ant-man it's right in it's right in that season and yeah it's it it's really interesting you know i just i i i, I know i said it before i cannot believe jurassic world has actually beaten ultron's opening weekend it's just, yeah, it's come hard. from nowhere. That's, that's the, I mean, yeah, it, it was going to be a big film, but like, who the, nobody thought it was going to be that big. And it's like, how has that happened? And I, I think it's like, little kids really like dinosaurs. You've got people my age really nostalgic for Jurassic Park anyway. And, you know, it, it's a, it is a bit of a four quadrant. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, Give me an interesting summer. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I mean, it's just, it's... Furious 7 is the highest grossing worldwide film so far this year, and good on it. You yeah, know, absolutely. I mean, Christ, I mean, American Sniper was the highest grossing film in US cinemas last year. Uh, you know, it's... Like, what? Oh, yeah, I mean, it opened in 2014, like, very late 2014. But yeah, American Sniper was the highest grossing uh, US box office film released in 2014. Like, uh, yeah. Fuck! Oh God, it made a shitload of money in the US. Fuck! I fucking 
that has fucking astounded me. I mean, I didn't despise it as much as you, but holy shit! Oh, it is one. It is, yeah, it did three hundred and fifty million dollars in the US. That made me know five hundred million dollars. Yeah, five five hundred forty-seven million dollars. It made almost ten times its budget. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh no, I mean, yeah, I, I despise American Sniper, as, as we well know, but it, it you know, good, I mean, good on him. Yeah, good on appealing it. to that particular audience. It's <laughs> insane. And it, the, the thing is, it's so weird though, because already nobody talks about American Sniper. It kind, no. it kind of feels like it has already been forgotten. It's very, that, that kind of like just seemed to strike a chord. It was very, very odd. But I mean, yeah, it's just the box office this year. I mean, you're, you're right. It is going to be interesting because I mean, you, you got Terminator, you got Ant Man, and you get out of the summer, and then you've got Bond. And I mean, Skyfall's the highest grossing film at the UK box office ever. Um, you know, it was the first, Skyfall was the first film to uh, Bond film to break a billion dollars worldwide. Spectre will probably do the same again. Um, and then you've got Hunger Games, you know, the the last one of those. Uh, that could easily do a billion. Uh, you know, after last year where it, it, I think only one film broke a billion worldwide. And was it Transformers? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, so this year you've already got two. Jurassic World's probably going to do it, like, within two weeks. Uh, I mean, like, from now, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's... I, I, there, there is easily the potential for at least three more. Yeah, without question, you know, like you say, Minions, minions oh, could, minions, could do it. Oh, Minions, about that, yeah. Minions could do it, um, Spectra could do it, um, and Star Wars fucking will do Hunger it. Games could do it. I'm not sure on the Hunger Games. That's the one I'm least sure of out of them, but... I think that could bomb. Well... It's the last one, man. People fucking come out for the last ones. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it might have that going for it. But Mockingjay made less than the previous one, didn't it? But it still made a fuck ton of money. Worldwide, 750 million. Yeah. Yeah, alright, yeah. It would have to increase business by a third to fucking do a bit. Yeah, alright, fair. Even though, even though Mockingjay's coming out in 3D and none of the others did. Mm. For what I, 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 I don't think any of the Hunger Games actually have gone, have any of the Hunger Games gone past, uh, what's it? I would uh, imagine Catching Fire would have been the uh, would have been Catching Fire eight hundred and sixty five. Uh, I don't I don't think any of them have gone past a billion. I'm actually somewhat no. surprised by that. I mean, don't be wrong; it's still fucking high numbers, but yeah, it's but yeah, not. I'm going down the rabbit hole a bit now, but yeah, we are a little bit, but fuck it, we've got time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Right. Breaking Dawn Part 1, let's say. What did that do? 712. Breaking Dawn Part 2. 829. There you go. So 100 million, over 100 million more for Breaking Dawn Part 2 compared to Part 1. Yeah, so it, it might it might get that, what is it? it, it I, I still think it's going to struggle to do what is it, do a billion. Yeah, all right. I, I, yeah, you're right. Um, what did... What did the last Pixar do? What did fucking Monsters University do? Because I got, I got like no faith that like Terminator Genesis would do that whatsoever. Because I mean, like <sighs> Terminator Salvation did comparatively fuck all. Christ no. 
Even though, oh, 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 I'll tell you what, maybe Mission Impossible. I don't think that'll break a billion. I think Ghost Protocol might have. Gross Protocol, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, uh, if you actually look at, I, don't, I think it maybe made about six or seven hundred, I think it did. If you actually look... Oh, um, fucking bang on, alright, yeah, 694. Yeah, if you, if you look, I think that's Cruz's highest as well. I, I don't think right. he's... I, I don't think he's ever. I don't. I think he's only a couple of times broken five hundred million. Um, so far, there have been twenty movies of broke a billion. Twenty-one movies of broke a billion. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dark Knight, Hobbit, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Episode One, Jurassic Park, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Toy Story 3, Pirates Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Dark Knight Rises, Transformers Age of Extinction, Skyfall, Lord of the Rings Return of the King, Transformers Dark Side of the Moon, um, Iron Man 3, Frozen, Harry Potter Death Hallows Part 2, Age of Ultron, Furious 7, The Avengers, Titanic and Avatar. You know. Mm, it's insane, isn't it? That, like, seriously, if Jurassic World does 500 million and it's opening weekend, what does Minions do? Well, well, the, the Despicable Me Part Two that right, did a billion, did, didn't it? Did did nine hundred and seventy million, oh, right? God. And nobody went to see that for anything other than the minions. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, the million, the minions could do a billion quite easily, I reckon. Jesus Christ! Right, anyway, yes. let's let's get out of this fucking <laughs> rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, I talked about the Deadlands. So I'll I'll throw it back to you, Mark. Cool. Uh, I watched um, Cymbeline the other night. Um, yes. Cymbeline. Uh, it's based on one of the uh, found um, Shakespeare um, plays uh, called Cymbeline, um, which is very much feels like it could have been an early draft for uh, Romeo and Juliet. Uh, it's... It's done by uh, Michael uh, Arlieda, uh who has done bits. He did that. that Ethan Hawke did that Modern Times Hamlet uh, in the late nineties, early noughties. He did that, and it's shit. So he's having another crack at it, and again, he's brought Ethan Hawke along the way with him. Uh, got a decent cast though. You've got Ed Harris, uh, Milly Jovovich, Ethan Hawke, John Leguizamo, Pen Badgley, Dakota Johnson, uh, and Anton Yelchin uh, in there. You've also got uh, Kevin Corrigan turns up, Vonda Curtis Hall is in it, Delroy Lindau, and Bill Bowman all turn up as well. So it's a pretty fucking strong cast. Set in modern times, but still using the original scripture um, written as it's written. So it's very Shakespearean. It takes a little bit of time to kind of adjust to that. Um, story is uh, Dakota Johnson uh, plays Imogen, who is the son, uh, son the, the daughter of uh, Cymbeline, um, who is the in this time uh, he is the head of a motorcycle gang. Uh, and um, is the king of the criminal underworld um, in the actual of the play Cymbeline. He's the king of the rogues. Um, he is uh, married to Mili um who is uh, Dakota Johnson's uh, stepmother. Uh, she has a, a son as well, not with <laughs> Harris' character. Yeah, is now playing Dakota Johnson's stepmom. Except, well, stepmom, yeah. Uh, but did that happen? 
But Anton Yelchin, she's also Anton Yelchin's mother, and has arranged that Anton Yelchin's um, character, Cloten, uh, is going to be wed to um, Imogen, uh, Johnson's character. Anton Yelchin's mum? Yeah, I think that actually possibly could be uh, feasible. Wait. So IMDb. Yeah, let's have a look. Let's see if we can get this right. So, yeah, so they, um, that's the situation, but she's already betrothed to, I'm going to try and speak it in the same language, to Pem Badgley, uh, who is, um, Ed Harris's Cymbeline's, um, protege. Uh, Ed Harris' character doesn't want that, so banishes Pem Badgley and, um, tries to. She would to have keep... been 14. So, not far off. Feasible, um, scientifically, but morally not quite right. Um, yeah, so, so all that happens, and essentially you've got a very kind of Romeo and Juliet thing going on, and, and then there's a lot of stuff kind of thrown at it. Um, it's 97 minutes long. Uh, like I say, it takes a while to get used to all the, the Shakespearean elements of it, because you've got these very kind of normal kind of settings, uh, within it, um, but then you've got them all speaking um, Shakespearean tongue. Um, it helps the fact that the majority of them do it very well. You know, Ed Harris is a very kind of powerful actor. Penn Badgley, um, he's, I think he's very classically trained, so seems very at ease with Shakespeare. Of course, John Leguizamo was in uh, Baz Luhrmann's um, William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, so he kind of can take that on quite well. Um Ethan Hawke slips into it quite well. He plays quite a creepy guy. And the only person who seems to really struggle with it is Miljojevic, who does seem like she actually doesn't know a single word that she's saying. She's just remembering sounds that she's been taught, uh, which, which is quite amusing. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, no, that's, yeah. That's good. So, I like this. Sorry, it's just it's kind of like what Lottie's doing at the moment. Sorry, that's <laughs> like she, she yeah. just on like if you just ask her something in a particular kind of way with a particular cadence, she'll instantly say yeah. It could be anything, <laughs> and if yeah. you say it in that way, she'll say yeah. So it's like yeah. she, she just knows from the that's brilliant. Yeah, she that, that, that's what really words, just the, like, the sounds of what they sound like. That's good, man. Yeah, um, Dakota Johnson, who I thought would have been the the one who would struggle with this most, because, you know, we're quite new to Dakota Johnson, aren't we, let's be honest. Uh, And the biggest thing we've seen her in is a film which, which, admittedly, hands up, I fucking liked, uh, was Fifty Shades of Grey, which, you know, anybody could fucking seem terrible uh, spitting out that piece of shit script. Uh, but she's actually really quite good at it, and is actually quite natural with it, and it, it works quite well, and she's actually very good. It looks really fucking nice. It, it, I, th- I get the feeling that um, a better um, director could have worked with the cinematography a little bit better, but it is very, it's very kind of sparse, and feels like it's set in a because um, it's set in, in a place called Rome um, but it, it does feel like it's set in like a Detroit style landscape where everything's quite sparse and Ben Badley spends the majority of his time just kind of rolling around on a skateboard and things like that it's it's, it's a curious movie um, but it's a very interesting movie um, it, but if you watch the trailer 
Um, that is not the movie it is in any way at all. It, it, the movie, the trailer kind of gives you is that it's almost like a, like a crime movie that, that's got some quite, quite violent scenes in it and it's all played in this Shakespearean way and it's not that at all. It is very much a lot of the time just two people talking to each other. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of that. Uh, but I, I, I actually quite enjoyed it to be honest. It, uh, it's very much an actory piece, but I, but I, I got a fair amount out of it. Um, also today, uh, rewatched Get Smart, which I've not watched since, uh, it came out on DVDs in like 2008, so like seven years ago. Um, but based on the uh the sixties TV show, I think it was a sixties TV show anyway. Um excuse me. Uh Steve Carell and had the way Dwayne the Rock Johnson, which is really strange looking at him seven years ago to looking at him now. Uh mainly because he's got hair seven years ago. Uh Alan Arkin, Terry Stamp, uh Terry Crews and David um Karcher as well. Uh it's actually it's a lot better than I remembered it being. It's a little bit too long, maybe like ten, fifteen minutes too long. But for the first sort of hour, the jokes really do come fucking thick and fast. And it's, you know, it's just kind of, you know, it's that fish out of water thing where you've got, you know, Steve Carell's character really wants to be an agent. Um, and he knows all the skills of being an agent, but he's got none of the actual experience. Um, and I think it was the fact that, you know, Spy's been around a lot that it made me kind of go, Actually, no, I fancy giving Get Smart another go because I think I remember enjoying it. Uh, but yeah, fucking, it, it's too long, like I say, but the first hour is just so fucking punchy and works so well. And it's Carell at his absolute top end of his form. Uh, and you've got some great moments of, of, of Dwayne Donson sort of almost sort of starting his journey into being, you know, what he is now, which is a proper fucking movie star. And there's a great moment where he he's, uh, has a good different culture because they're all uh, agents. The agents are now having to do the the kind of the uh, desk work. And he goes up to the coach and says, you know, we last got to use the copy. And he's like, yeah. He said, well, you, you know, you left it jammed. And he's like, sir? He's like, well, it's annoying. I'm like, well, yeah, but, you know, so what? Just unjam it. So he goes, oh, is this, he picks the stapler and goes, oh, is this your stapler? He's like, yeah. He went, oh, right, great. And he staples the piece of paper that was jammed uh, to his have you ever seen Get Smart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he staples the piece of paper with his head. And then you've got, for the next minute, you've got Terry Crews trying to take the staple out of his head using one of the, the staple fucking... Uh, and it's just, it's it, it's a really fucking punchy movie. So yeah, I enjoyed the shit yeah, out of that earlier. So yeah, I've got a couple more. Have you got any more? I've got one. Go on, I'll let you do yours. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be quick anyway, because... Uh, I... Kind of said I was going to be done about seven ish, so, uh, whatever this All right, uh, it's alright, don't worry. Um, yeah, uh, Goldfinger. Um, so, uh, latest piece of the Bond Through the Ages, uh, uh, uh series. So, uh, there's an article on Film Rant. Uh, I'll just say, it, it is the Bond that people think of when you say Bond. Um, but I, I don't think it's up a tier Bond, um, in all honesty. It's, um, it's baggy. It's it's one of the shortest, if not the shortest, bonds of the whole lot, and it it is baggy. Um, there's a couple of sequences in there that are completely unnecessary uh, and, and really do nothing uh, whatsoever for the plot. Um, it, it 
And also, I mean, the, the relationship between Bond and, and, and Pussy Galore is ridiculous and just does not work in any kind of like comprehensible time these days. Uh, it's, I mean, it is ridiculous. Like from Russia with Love, literally he manages to turn a, 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 an enemy into uh, a, a soporific love interest by fucking them. <laughs> and that's it. It's like James Bond must have the like the biggest cock and the best technique in the world because he makes a Russian agent turn him from Russia with love, and he makes a bad guy lesbian turn into a Bond love object. In this one, it's it's I don't know. It's it's dodgy. It's really really dodgy. Um, but it is fun. Uh, you know, uh, for a lot of it, Connery's on top form here again. Um, Goldfinger himself is 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 nicely villainous, but Odd Job's the the bomb. I love how Odd Job is basically a really really loyal psychotic puppy. Um, that it, it, <laughs> I mean, he is though, it's great. There's there's this one bit towards the end where like this uh, kind of like henchman guy is just like, look, we can still get out of here, you know, it's you know, come with me. And then Odd Job just basically takes it, like picks him up and just chucks him off a fucking like uh, stairway. Uh, just because he's like, no, <laughs> Goldfinger's my man. I'm gonna fucking defend him. It's 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 good. Um, yeah, it's read my fucking article. Damn it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. Cool. Right. Well, I'll, I'll do. I've got one. I've got one actually. Um, what I'll say is, right now, um, I'm gonna talk about the film um, playing it cool. Right, just go to the Wikipedia page for playing it cool and have a look at the fucking poster that's on there. Okay. This is good. It's it's it, it's insane. Um, playing it cool is rom com. Uh, essentially, you've got Chris Evans. Um, he's playing a screenwriter uh, who's having to write a rom com, but he doesn't believe in romance. Oh or my love. god, look at that! Yeah, how bad is that? Seriously, guys, if you, when you're listening to this, uh, if you're at a computer or you're, 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 you're listening on your phone or whatever, quickly just go to the Wikipedia page for the movie Playing It Cool. There are a few things that are wrong with the Wikipedia page looking at it. The first one is the poster. is it, 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 It's just horrible. And secondly, right, the film says, uh, the film stars Chris Evans, Michelle Moynihan, Anthony Mackie, Aubrey Plaza, Patrick Warburton, Ashley Tidsdale, Yoan Grufford, Topher Grace, and Giovanni Ribisi, right? I've just watched it. Giovanni Ribisi's not in that movie. Mm. I mean, he's not in that movie. Mm. At, at all. <laughs> so, nice. So, what the fuck happened there? So, uh, yes, um, but, but he doesn't believe in love or anything like that, or romance or anything like that, but he's got to write this, this rom-com. Um, he spends his time hanging about with uh, his writer buddies, uh, who are played by Aubrey Plaza and, and uh, Topher Grace, uh, Martin Starr and Luke Wilson, uh, who are all various writers in different kind of guises. You know, I think Luke Wilson's a graphic novelist and Martin Starr writes short stories and poetry and things like that. So these they're all like a, a little writer group. Um, and he, at a charity dinner thing that he's gone to fundraiser he meets uh, Michelle Moynihan's character and kind of starts sort of you know sensing a connection there but then finds out that she's actually got a partner uh, in uh, Ewan Grufford does he, he, does he push anyone of... into the way of earthquakes 
He doesn't, unfortunately, in this. But he does play, essentially, Yoan Gruffin's character, which he okay. plays in all of his fucking films. Um, he's not in it a lot, to be honest. Um, but he, he, Chris Evans' character essentially becomes obsessed with Michelle Moynihan uh, and starts pursuing her, and then they become friends, but they become friends based on the can't be any romantic entanglement. But you know what? There ends up being romantic entanglement. But there's a lot of kind of kind of directory stuff going on. Like, for instance, he has this thing in the background where uh, his heart follows him round, but his heart takes the form of a um, almost like a like a, 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 a 40s uh, noir detective that is always smoking. Uh, so that's quite amusing. And it, he, the way that he writes his screenplays is he takes from people's stories that they're telling him. So if someone's telling him a story, he puts himself into the story. So you've got people, these other writers telling him stories and stuff like that, and he's putting himself into it. So we've got Chris Evans and Michelle Moynihan are playing out these various stories, which is often... Um, another writer saying you remind me of this and this and this um and it, it it's it is you know that they came together is essentially a it's a rom-com that's kind of poking fun at rom-coms whilst also being a rom-com uh, and it ends up just being an absolute dick of a yeah. movie play it cool actually is a rom-com that's not taking the piss out of rom-coms but saying look these are the things that happen in rom-coms whilst giving you a rom-com at the same time that really really works helped by the fact that it's chris evans and he's an incredibly charismatic guy um but it it does all of the the standard rom-com beats it even tells you about the rom-com beats it repeats itself uh, over and over again but it still works um, and it ends up being, it's like 90 odd minutes long, it ends up being a really quite nice movie to watch. It's a perfect Sunday afternoon movie um, for just kind of sitting down and just letting it wash over you and you're kind of watching it. There's enough kind of, there's enough fun moments in it uh, and there's there's a few kind of, you know, romantic punch the air moments and things like that. But I, I had a fucking great time with it, to be honest. Mm, nice. But again, I, I, I do. I, I, I will admit it, that I'm a bit of a sucker for a decent rom-com. As long as it's not got fucking Catherine Heigl or Julie Roberts in it, I'm probably going to like it. Fair play. Nice. Cool. Um, right. Uh, we've not actually had any, any questions, I don't think, have we? No, uh, no, people are probably too busy bitching and moaning about Jurassic World nice. to fucking send us questions. Um, so, Ian, uh, we haven't discussed what we're doing next week, have we? Uh, oh, I had I had a little idea. Go on, then. I had a little idea. Because it's now out, is there? <laughs> yeah, no, there's not. Um, do you fancy doing a commentary for the guest? Oh, yes. Sweet. Yes, I do. There you go. Yes, when, uh, when do you want to record that? Uh, Sunday. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much up for that. Nice. That's a brilliant idea. Cool. Yes, so a commentary for the guest. Yes, I'm excited. Nice. <laughs> That's on. awesome. Um, cool. Yes, so that was episode 100 and I want to say 14. Sure. So I'm, I'm going to say 14. That was episode 114. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, I think this is a fucking great episode. Really enjoyed doing it. Uh, sure. And we shall bring you the guest next week. Uh, and... The week after, Ian, we'll, we'll be doing... What will we be doing then? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, like Minions is out, but I know you don't have any interest in. I'm going to watch the fuck out of that. Um, See, well, that, that, I'm interested in doing Minions for the simple fact is that neither of us are interested in uh, Terminator Genesis um, and Minions. You're really interested in, and I'm not that interested. So I think it could be quite a good one. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. All right, cool. Right, we shall speak to you later, and thank you very much for listening, guys. Thank you very much, all. Bye-bye. Cool. Right, Isabel's just got home, so I am going to have to dash. Nice one, man. All right, nice. That was good. Cool. Yes, damn good. Sweet. Should All right. Episode that. Speak to you soon, man. Thank you, man. Bye. You too. Bye.